Hey there, Mama. This is True Presence for Catholic Moms, the show where Catholic moms learn to design their days for joyful presence. I'm your host, Kelsey Pascarell, and since we're coming up on the end of 2023, today we're talking about how to make plans when we're in a season of uncertainty and life is feeling a little bit unstable. So if that's something that describes you, if you're just feeling like it's hard to think long-term, maybe you have a new baby and you just are trying to figure out what life looks like with that new rhythm in your family, or maybe there's the possibility that you need to be looking for a new job or your husband does, and there's a transition that could be on the horizon, this is the episode for you. Hey there, Mama. This is True Presence, the podcast where Catholic moms like you and me learn to be embodied souls. St. Catherine of Siena said, be who you were meant to be, and you will set the world on fire. In the midst of hurry, worry, and social media, we're doing a 180 and focusing on real presence, communion, connection, natural living, and bringing eternity into our hearts and homes. I'm your host, Kelsey, and I'm so glad you're here. Hi guys, I hope you're doing well and nearly ready for Christmas. I'm winding down for the holidays at this point, getting ready for some family time, but one of my favorite holidays is coming up and that is New Year's because I'm a planner and a dreamer and I love thinking deeply. And this holiday every year gives me an excuse to spend a lot of time doing both of those things. So reflecting on the year to me is always interesting. And I think looking back, One of the things that we can do is we can see the difference between what we expected and what actually happened and look for where God was at work. And if this isn't something you've already been reflecting on, it's a really good journaling exercise. One of my favorite things to do each year is to take some time and sneak off to adoration for however long I can and just bring my journal, sit with the Lord, reflect on the year. And then make my plans going forward with him. And there's something so amazing about adoration for this, because one of the things I've noticed is that when I'm sitting there in the presence of our Lord, it feels like all those other voices get drowned out, all those things that distract me. And it sometimes takes a little while. Like I'll go in there and I'll feel all this clamor in my mind. But the longer I sit there, the quieter all of that gets. And especially if I just sit there not talking necessarily to God, but simply listening to what he has to say, the silence opens up room for that, for me to hear that. And so I would encourage you, if you can find some time before the end of this year to go to adoration, just sit there with a journey and just be receptive to what the Lord has to say, both about the year looking back and the year ahead and what that's supposed to look like, what he's tasking you with. It's such a fruitful exercise. Now, I have to say, this year for me has been such a blur. And our year took a completely different turn than I was expecting. So if that's you too, I'm right there with you. And you know, our plans are not always God's plans. And he is the one who knows exactly what we need to become saints. And sometimes that's making a good plan. And following through on it and learning self-discipline. And then sometimes the Lord who knows us so well knows that what we actually need is uncertainty and disruptions in our plans so that we can learn to grow in 
faith and reliance on him instead of on ourselves. And I'll tell you a little bit about this because it's quite interesting. But one of the things my husband and I decided last year was that this was going to be the year of his health. And if you've been following this podcast for a while, you know a little bit about this already. But we put a lot of his stuff on the back burner to deal with health issues in one of my kids who has some complicated health situations and has since um, she was a baby. And then my health, where I'd been dealing with chronic, uh, chronic fatigue for quite a few years, getting to the bottom of that and getting my energy back, getting my health back. Well, by the end of last year, um, we had our kid was doing pretty well. I was doing pretty well. And so I turned to him and I said, all right, it's your turn. You've got this whole backlog of things that you should be doing for your health. This year, we're just going to put our time and our resources towards you doing that. And then lo and behold, I kid you not, like two weeks into the new year, he aggravated the spinal injury that he had and it knocked him flat. It got so much worse. Um, and this whole year has been like that. It's been going, he's been going downhill more and more. And, um, it's been very unpredictable. So he had to go out on leave and just lie down for a few weeks back in January. And then it was up and down all year from that. And then at the end of this year, just a couple of weeks ago, he actually lost the ability to walk. And he was going into work and then suddenly, boom, it was just couldn't do it. His spine stopped. Uh, his spinal cord stopped sending messages properly to his legs. It, he was in agony because of nerve pain. And it was really scary. Honestly, it was really scary. And this whole year has been uh, just so, this, I'm trying to think how to put it. It's just felt like we've been in limbo. Like it's been really hard to make plans or know what the future is supposed to look like because when you have an ongoing injury that's really a disability, like it affects the ability to do ordinary life things. And you don't know if it's curable. And you don't even have a date to meet with a specialist about it because the wait lists are so long. It has made planning extremely difficult. And, and it's been a really big exercise in learning to sit with uncertainty. Now, I haven't told you the conclusion to this story yet, but it's pretty cool because this is not how I thought the year of his health would come about, and it was way different than I expected. But that meant that he actually got to skip all those wait lists that we were on and get rushed into emergency surgery. And I could really, I could almost cry saying this. I have cried, in fact, many times, but he's expected to make a full recovery. And so this is better than we could ever have expected, but it is a completely different path to the year of his health than we had ever planned for. And he's told me the thing he is most looking forward to is being able to pick up our little girl again. And just told her we have um, two little girls, but one is, you know, she's really little and she's at that age where all she wants is for daddy to pick her up. And he hasn't been able to. So he's just, it's really, it's really exciting to think that that's actually going to happen because we didn't know. We didn't know if that would ever happen again. And it's so hard to sit in uncertainty. Uncertainty is probably one of the most uncomfortable things that any human can uh, endure. It's not acute pain, it, but it's this huge exercise in faith because not knowing 
the not planning, the wondering, the wondering, are we making the right use of our time? What's the next step forward? When you don't have answers to that, you can just feel like you're wandering around in circles a little bit, just trying to do the next right thing. And that really is sometimes all we can do is the next right thing. And I have to just say, the Lord works in mysterious ways, my friends, and his ways are not our ways. And it's not like a sign of his favor or of the quality of our prayer life when good things happen or bad things happen. That's just not how he is. He doesn't always choose to spare us from suffering. And suffering in many ways is one of those things that he puts into our life, or rather I should say he allows in our life because it shapes us and it helps us. So when we look at the suffering, when we look at the struggles, when we look at the trials, we have to know there are gifts. We pray to be more patient and he sends that kid who doesn't stop talking. And you kind of wince when you pray and say, okay, Lord, I'm saying this, but please don't let it hurt that bad, right? I just want to kind of tell you how to plan when bigger picture planning isn't possible. So this is you. If you feel like you're coming up on the new year and feeling like goals aren't something you can set because of the uncertainty in your life, I just want to tell you that's okay. There are still things you can do to live with intentionality because intentionality just means that we're choosing moment by moment, really, even how are we going to respond? How are we going to live out the will of God in our lives? How are we going to be who we were meant to be? And that's the first thing we can do because no matter what's going on around us, we still get to decide how we react and how we are proactive with whatever is given to us. And I think it was St. Therese, she said, you know well enough, the Lord doesn't look at the greatness of our actions or even at their difficulty, but at the love with which we do them. And this is the thing that can permeate everything in our lives, right? We might not have control over the things we're doing, but when we do decide how we're going to show up, we can say, I'm going to show up with love. I'm going to choose to do the dishes for the people who are going to eat off of them with love for that. I'm going to choose if I'm sick and laying in a hospital bed, I'm going to choose to suffer well and not to waste it. But how do we do that? How do we do that in the midst of suffering? Well, there's really two things. Now, Father Jacques Philippe, he wrote um, a really lovely little book on how to, I think it's called Finding and Maintaining Peace of Heart. But in it, he wrote, there's two conditions that we need to have basically unflappable peace. And the first is trust in the Lord's provision. And the second is goodwill. And goodwill is the firm disposition to love God and to do his will in all circumstances, to always say yes to him, like Mary's fiat. That's not just in great things, but also in the small ones. And we can build this habit, which permits the grace of God to just take us a little bit at a time toward perfection. And in order to do that, we really have to learn detachment. It's where the suffering comes in. The suffering, the trials, they teach us detachment. And so if this is where you are right now, if you're in a season of great uncertainty, then I'd say right now, the goals that you need to be setting for the next year are to really lean into that. 
and to let the Lord work through that to decide now, how are you going to do that? What is your plan for letting him work in you? There's little things we can do with this. Like we can, obviously so much of it is just God's grace, but we can dispose ourselves to receive grace. And we can do that with just, especially things like receiving the sacraments and making prayer a priority. So going into the next year, if you have uncertainty, let your planning be around creating this disposition to receive the grace of God, to let him really deeply work in you through this time. And this is really the first step to acceptance. Now, acceptance doesn't mean that we're lazy and we're not working to change our circumstances if that's what's called to do. But acceptance means that we are just looking at the reality and saying, this is the way it is right now. And here's what I can change and here's what I can't change. But I'm not going to waste time fighting reality either. Instead, I'm going to look at my situation and I'm going to ask, what is the Lord calling me to do? And if I don't know exactly what he's calling me to do, sometimes the better question is, who is he calling me to love? And how is he calling me to love them? And with those two foundational pieces in place, it becomes so much clearer how we're supposed to be spending our time. When we know how we're supposed to be preparing and then second, how we are supposed to be loving others then we can make our plans, even if we're just starting small, moment by moment. And then when when uncertainty lifts, it becomes clear again what our longer-term goals are supposed to be because those two things can just expand and then they can guide our actions and our decisions. So I hope this helps give you just a starting place as you're going into the new year. And if you want more help, I just want you to know I've helped moms with all sorts of challenges from special needs kids down to chronic illnesses. I've helped them with breaking out of the comparison trap, figuring out what their specific family needs, what their strengths are, and how they can design their schedule for their beautiful, unique family. That's something that you want help with. If you want help designing sustainable routines that help you to find the time that you need for this preparation, for this connection, then I do want you to reach out to me. You can head to truepresence.life and grab a call with me. All right, friends, if you liked this episode, one of the ways that we can get more awesome guests on this show is if you leave a review. So scroll to the bottom of this episode where the reviews are and hit those stars and then write me a little message about what your favorite episode was. I promise to read every single review and keep trying to get you the guests and information that helps you through this mission of motherhood. 